A great strategy to use is the check-in, check-out system. It sounds like a lot, but it's really not. It helps your students develop self-advocacy, listening skills. It helps them to set and work towards meeting those goals. It gives them that accountability. And again, it helps build relationships. So how does it work? What are the benefits? Well, listen in to today's episode and I will fill you in on all of that. Thanks again for listening. I want to encourage you to continue to hit that subscribe button and leave me a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would love to hear from you and hope that I am adding value to you and encouraging you. And also, don't forget to join my Facebook group. Message me with any questions. Connect with me. I will have a Calendly link in the show notes so that if you want to connect, I would love to talk with you. So check that out in the show notes. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. So when we greet our students in the morning, we usually help them, not help them, but meet them at the bus. And we can pretty much tell right then how they're doing. Whether we get a greeting or not, or the look on their face, or the don't talk to me, or (laughs) they're already flinging their backpacks, or you can tell. Okay, it's going to be a long day. He needs space. She needs space. Maybe they just need to go get breakfast. So that that's our first connect. And usually we have them. So since we have our own behavior program, we have our own classroom. And so usually that's where they will come in every morning and check in. So that's then where we can talk with them and see you know, what happened? Why are they upset? Sometimes it's, they didn't get any sleep last night. 
They're sharing rooms with siblings. Or sometimes it's their their choice where they're on their uh, phone or videos all night. Or their siblings are fighting or talking all night. Or, you know, somebody else is crying or, I don't know, you know, something else is going on in the family and they could not get any sleep. So they're pretty grumpy. And then sometimes it is like, I didn't get any breakfast. So it's like, okay. So we can usually give them that space to take their time, you know, kind of unwind, get their breakfast. And then they have a behavior contract for the day. And then we check in with them and give them that and say, hey, you know, we want to encourage you to meet your goals today. And then when when we can tell that they're calm and ready to go to class, then we go ahead and, and send them to class. Other times we've had kids, they're too upset and then they just start crying. And then, of course, we have to wait until they're done crying to be able to talk with them and process through whatever it is that's bothering them. So that's usually first thing in the morning. We check in with them, see how they're feeling. Sometimes we use the mood meter, which I've talked about before, where there's it's a we have a poster and it's the different colors of red, yellow, blue, and green. And we'll ask, you know, how are you feeling? Where are you at today? You know, are you in the red? Are you in the green? Are you kind of in the middle? Are you? And so that kind of helps them identify as well for themselves how they're feeling. So that's their, their own recognition on how they're doing. Instead of us saying, like, I can tell you look upset. Why don't you tell me how you're feeling? So that works great as well as, you know, when we're checking in, seeing how they're feeling and checking in on the mood meter and letting them see and point and let us know. So, um, so our check-in is definitely in the morning is the first time that we check in with them. And then we also check in with them throughout the day, especially now they're in groups for math and language arts and Then they go to specials and then, you know, they're moving all around, but now their expectations are a little bit higher because they're in their groups, their um, learning is higher level now. So we check in with them when they're doing those groups because sometimes it's, it's a hard transition. Sometimes it's just hard material that they have to learn and, and then they get frustrated and they don't want to do it. So that's another check-in that we do. So it's a check-in kind of all day. And whether or not you have that separate program in your school, you can definitely do a check-in throughout the day as well. You know, whether it's right before math or it's after math or same thing between language arts when you're transitioning between subjects or in science or whichever you know, as you're getting to know your students, you'll be able to see, all right, Johnny's pretty quiet today, more than usual. So maybe just an extra, hey, how's it going? And I think I've told you the story about one of the students that I used to work with, super sweet kid, 
very outgoing, laughing, jokes with peers, has a great time with his peers. And then one day he was so quiet, look sad, look upset, so quiet. And I'm like, okay, this is not normal at all. So I was able to um, talk with him and just say, hey, I do notice that you are pretty quiet today. Are you okay? And he said no. So thankfully, I had already kind of created, um, not created, but connected with him. And so he was able to trust me enough to share that his parents were going through a divorce and you know, he doesn't like it and he was sad about it and he was really depressed and he actually talked about suicide and I was like, oh yeah, no, this is not good. You know, I had to tell him, you know, thank you, of course, for sharing with me, but I said, because I care about you, I have to let, you know, our school counselor know what you said. And he was okay with that. And of course, I let her know. And she said, if I could find out maybe a little bit more and then get back with her. And so anyways, they were able to go and talk with him and then talk to the family. And and thankfully, you know, he was able to express his concern with his parents. And But all I'm saying is for that point is knowing your students, connecting with them again, you can see when they're really upset. And obviously other times they'll be upset and it won't be from a, you know, a family situation necessarily. It could just be, you know, they're having friend problems and it could just be, you know, they don't want to play with me or, you know, it could be something minor. But obviously it could also be something big. So doing those kind of check-ins throughout the day really encourages them, lets them also know, you know, you really do care about them. Obviously, yes, we want them to succeed and learn and do their best, but we can care about them as a student, as a person. So that's kind of our check-in. And then our check-out, usually at the end of the day, our students come back to our class We go over their behavior um, contracts, behavior sheets, see how they did, where were they struggling, why were they struggling there, what what could they do better. So those are some of the things how we connect with them at the end of the day. And then they get to kind of chill in our room like the last 10 minutes of class. And then um, they're gone for the day. So... Again, that's just another accountability for them. And then for them to also process through how their day went. And then I've tried to always ask them, so what was the best part of your day? And what was the hardest part of your day? And how can you do better tomorrow? So those are some of the ways that we use the check-in, check-out system. Three ways how the check-in, check-out system is a great strategy is one, having that mentor for them to actually check in with. So that could be you. Sometimes we've had our admin do the check-in. 
with some of the students. Sometimes it's other staff, and that would be like me and our program. And of course, it's, it doesn't have to be necessarily just one person because we've done the same where we checked in with students and then our admin checks in with students and then our school counselor checks in. So it's doesn't have to necessarily be only one person throughout the day. But I think for the initial check-in, if you can have it be one person and that mentor gets that consistency going for them and knowing where they can go to and who they need to see in the morning. So having that set person mentor for them. Second would be, um, as I talked about, is the beginning and the end of the day checking in with the student. So you're going to check in in the morning, see how they're feeling. Did they get breakfast? How did their night go? Are you still hungry? You know, what can we do to have a great day? You know, what strategies do you, are you going to use? Those different things, getting their mind prepared on how to take on the day. And then the check out, the end of the day, you're, you're debriefing. Again, you're going over, you know, where did you struggle today? Where could you do better? And where did you succeed? You know, I know sometimes we do kind of focus in on the negative and seeing, well, you didn't finish math like you left at math. Why, why were you throwing a fit during math? Like, what's the problem? And then we just talk about that and then we don't go back to see, hey, you did great in language arts. You did great during science. And that and that's not just for you guys, that's for me as well to go back and remember, you know, they did do great during this time. And we need to acknowledge that and they need to see, look, you did this. You did this. You're helping build that confidence. Because we have well, a couple students that definitely have that negative self-talk. And so they're called, no, I didn't. I was horrible. You know, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I can't. And so if we can just kind of point out, hey, look, dude, like you did this. You did great. Even the teacher wrote a note. You know, I mean, whichever works. But just reminding them to acknowledge their accomplishments for the day. And then the third one is ending on that positive note. So like I said, going back and reminding them what did they succeed at. And then we also give like a little daily reward at the end of the day. Because they have made their goal for that day. And that's where we're using those uh, behavior contracts. And so we can, we can see, did they make their goal for the day? And then if they did, we give them, it's just a little trinket or a little piece of candy, just a little something at the end of the day to remind them, you made it, you did it. And so that is the way that we use the check-in, check-out system. And it's a great behavior strategy because it helps hold them accountable and it helps them to see Again, they're responsible for themselves. We are there to guide them and encourage them and 
and give them other strategies. Okay, what else can you do when you're mad besides walk out or throw your stuff across the room? Like, why don't you try using your words and saying, I just need a minute and either go like to the back of the room if you need to step outside the door. I mean, whatever works in your classroom, being able for them to see what their expectations are and then where can they go when they're getting ready to be mad or upset. And and maybe it's just using their words. And that's one of the things too with our students. One student, like he like just growls and then throws things. I'm like, dude, you can use your words. What do you need? You know, like we were trying to do math and, and, um, I mean, it was 10 problems. And so I said, you can do the whole thing. And instead he got mad and growled and threw things. And, and so I said, how else could you have handled that? You could have just said, you know what? Can I just do five right now? Take a little break, come back to the, to the other ones. Or can you help me with the first couple and then I'll do the rest, you know, learning and teaching again, use your words, self-advocacy. So again, check-in, check-out system is a great behavior strategy. And so one, you want to have that mentor, that one person that the student checks in with, especially in the morning. And number two, it's at the beginning and the end of the day. How are they doing in the morning and the end of the day? How did their day go? What can they tell you about it? And then three, to end on a positive note. Yes, we want to debrief, go over, you know, maybe where they struggled, but let's always end on that positive note. What did they do? How did they succeed today? And encouraging them in that way. So I want to remind you again that you are doing great and know that you're not teaching in vain. They hear you. And as Dr. Bruce Perry says, connectedness has the power to counterbalance adversity. And you are connecting with your students every day. So keep it up. You're doing great. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week. And don't forget to check out that Calendly link if you want to connect with me and see how we can encourage and strategize together with any behavior strategies that you might be frustrated with or need some encouragement along those lines. So again, hit that subscribe button, join my Facebook group, and connect with me. All right. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you. If you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. 
So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and you as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and the letter U if you're interested. Also, to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link, and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this. Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.